0: Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist Does not become tense But ready Essentially at this point the fight is over So you pretty much flow with the goal Who is worthy to be trusted With the secret to limitless power I'm ready Trending what is happening in the world of jiu-jitsu, MMA fighting right now? 10-minute time cap. Boom. Three topics. Let's go. First one. Mate, we're going to talk about Fionn Davies. Okay, Fionn Davies. Put a post out, uh, 5th of November. Fionn Davies, shout out. Shout out. the champion. Fucking legend. Well said, not having women on your shows at this point is just plain embarrassing. Having just one match on the undercard as some sort of novelty is embarrassing. Having just two divisions is embarrassing. Men being silent on these issues is embarrassing. Yeah. Believe in the potential of women's jujitsu. We will be in a never-ending loop if no one takes the risk and steps forward. Yes. Big fucking talk. Ha! Oh, boom. And shout out to our friend Jess Fraser. Australian just, Girls in Gi. Yeah, and she just recently ran a comp to try and show the interest for women's jujitsu, and yeah. it's there. It and is absolutely there. It's, and I'll tell you what's crazy. I was just saying this this morning to Jess Ng, who's a brown belt. Sunny Munn as a white belt – fought Kira Gracie, a black belt world champion, at the Abu Dhabi Pro like 10 years ago. A white belt fought a black belt. Yeah, because the categories were combined. Yeah, that's right. They used to just go white to black belt, good luck to you. Yeah. Because they wouldn't put money into running women's categories. It's not – and it's bullshit. And so to give some context, Jess Fraser ran her comp. There was another comp that got – that was like promoted before Mm -hmm. hers – which is like, hey, guys, we're doing this comp. There's prizes. Everyone gets – like the winners of all Trips. the divisions get a ticket to No Gi Worlds or whatever, or Gi Worlds. Yeah. Um, but check it out. We got a prize for every belt division in the male categories, and then we got just one ticket for, like, the women's winner or maybe, something. Maybe like there that. wasn't even a ticket for and the they and, and there was all this uproar. This is on the Facebook social group here in Australia for yep. the Australian BJJ community. People are like, what the fuck? Like there are heaps of female jiu-jitsu competitors and, like, enthusiasts – why would you just not have equality in that? Like, why would you? Why would you give a, a like a white or blue belt male a ticket and not a, when you could give it to a brown or a purple belt or whatever female? Like, yeah, yeah, like it just made no sense. The fucked up thing was that the organizers of that event did their best to stick. to They're like, no, no, it's we did this because there's just not the engagement, and they basically tried to defend their position Justified and, and look like idiots. So Jess said, well, we're going to have a competition that's going to show you. How big Australian Jiu Jitsu is here in Sydney, at least. Yeah. So kudos on that. I think it's huge. I, I'm not. I don't keep an eye on these big events, but you know that, like, whenever you see a poster, that, that was actually about Polaris, I believe. Okay, makes like sense. Super fight. Cards. When you pop up, yeah, it's always a poster full of dudes, and then there's like a couple of girls, two women. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fair. Bulletproof standpoint. Fuck that noise. Get the women on the shows. They are beasts. Fionn Davies is a beast. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, that I think the most important thing that she says there is, believe in the potential, which implies, yeah, sure, maybe it's not there like, like the male representation is yet. It's growing. We will be in a never-ending loop if no one takes the risk. It's like we have to show, we have to give it a platform in order for the thing to flourish. And this is that platform. Time, next subject. Anthony Rumble-Johnson. Rest in peace. peace. Man, he just passed away. He's 36? 38. 38. It's my my age. Yeah. Your age? No. Younger. Eh, I never would have guessed it. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, so sad. He died, was it yesterday that that we saw it all through the socials? He was an amazing UFC fighter. You would say top contender for many years. Yeah. Lost his title belt challenge to Daniel Cormier. Yeah. He was uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson. He was like... He was scary as fuck. Quite famous for knocking people out, but then also very famous for being a really nice guy outside. Like very beloved because jujitsu people, MMA people, people are just like, "Oh, he's such a lovely guy." But yeah, it's just one of those things that you you think you think of people like this, like big staunch athletes. They're going to live forever. They're yeah. healthy. They're fit. Died of a mysterious illness. Yeah, said he'd been battling it for a while. Yeah, that's a, and he was just trying to come back. It's very interesting. You do just kind of think that most people live forever. Just continue, particularly those people who are not like they're not your friends, right? They're uh, someone you f- you follow, whatever. Um, when it happens, you're like, damn, like it. It really humanizes this whole shit that we're doing, this life thing, yeah, doesn't it? You don't have to be a you don't have to be a really, you know, unhealthy person to die of a disease. You could be a really healthy, fit person. It's, it could still get you. Uh, one thing that I always I always found fascinating about him was he openly said, I believe. He wasn't actually that interested in MMA. He was just good at it. Right. And 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 that's I think that's why he kind of I think after he lost to DC he's like, I'm out, like I'm retiring. Yeah. And then he got to a point where he's like, Oh fuck, I gotta do something. So he's like, I'm coming back. Yeah. And then he was coming back at heavyweight. Right, and you look at him. He's a, he was a fucking big guy, big unit, big unit. Um, I don't I don't know if he ever made that return or if he maybe fought on some different promotions. Uh, yeah, I think he was looking to come back on Bellator. Yeah, that's okay. what he was training for. Um, but no, I just think it's it's one of those things that reminds us that life is short and nobody's immune. It doesn't matter how fit, strong, famous, rich you are, uh, you could just go so. Yeah, brutal thoughts to thoughts to the family, thoughts to people that know him. Condolences, R.I.P. And just it's good to just take a, a minute to honor, honor someone who's a, who's a good person and a great fighter. Next topic, uh, we are looking at. Oh, Nicholas Marangali is going to be fighting Craig Jones. Oh, matchup! This is the oh, this is the refresher of some of these ADCC events, right? Yeah. Okay, so Marangali Craig Jones, yeah. They fought, didn't they? And Craig won on a takedown. Yeah, that's right. Nicholas kind of fucked up strategically, didn't he? Yes. And I mean look I said gee guy mistake. No, but I mean Craig's pretty savvy, but he's not Nicholas did fucking good. He did well. And you know, Craig's been purely no-gee for a long time. Man, I, I don't know. Look, it's really tight. Obviously, Nicholas Maringali, he's your man crush. So obviously you back him. I back Craig to leg. Block. I just think he's a nice looking guy. Whatever. Bad to hate on that. Enjoy what you want. That's cool. Uh, I mean I think Craig's a nice looking guy too, actually. Was, uh, his hairline. No. Yeah, but that's uh, Carrot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Respect to Craig. Craig wins in my in my mind. How's he win? Leg lock, a hundred percent. Um has Reg not rock. got the leg lock game. He can't. And I mean, look, even if Craig wrestles, I, I I believe he's just far too strong. Um and also because I've already had a chance to fight. That was where uh, Merengali kept catching the single and Craig kept pulling out by just pushing, frame. like framing and just pulling the leg up and out. Uh, yeah. It was a real, like, long legged guy move. Yeah. His hips are so high, he just, he didn't even turn. No. Like most of us short leg guys have to. Sure. He'd just fucking pull the knee to the chest and slip it. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. Yeah. It was a very close match and you could see both really gassed. So it'd be really interesting to see him fight again. Fresh. You say Craig by a reg rock. A reg rock, 100%. And uh, if you say anything otherwise, you are fool. No, it will be a very interesting match uh, because obviously seeing Narengali's evolution into no gears, exciting. Gentlemen, y'all strive for gold in your life, right? Gold medals, gold watches, gold everything. However, there is a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with confidence of a lion and he giggles in the face of danger. He's a big hairless, winning machine. And when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right. Manscaped would like to announce that their biggest and best ultimate hygiene bundle, the Platinum Package 4.0, is now available worldwide. You too can have this same level of hygiene. You can get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code grizzly at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. It's time you enjoyed the finer things in life. Get yourself a Platinum Package for your platinum package. Just on that, we quickly, we also saw a matchup of uh, Fabrizio Andre and Ethan Krellenstein, didn't we? Yes. Fabrizio's my man. He's one of my favorite dudes. He's very excited. Hokage. Hokage. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking from the Amazon, like just awesome and did really fucking well at ADCC and he then did. Ethan Krellenstein just monstered him. Owned him. And, I and think- Ethan Krellenstein got knocked out first round ADCC, so he had a point to prove. He did. And I think what people don't know about Ethan, he's huge. He's a big guy. For him to cut the 66 is the most ridiculous thing ever. He's, I thought he was far too big for Fabrizio and I thought he might win. And then, bro, he did such a good job. Wrestled up, yeah. took him down, took his back. Big back control. Man, it was quite impressive. I don't think people – I mean, I expected it to be more competitive. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Well, you are hanging shit on Fabrizio? I mean, he had a bad day, bro. We all haven't. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm thinking <laughs> – I thought Fabrizio would do better. I thought Ethan would I win. I did too. But- I mean, if you look at his performance at ADCC, it was exceptional. Hey, didn't he end up fighting like – yeah, he fought. Um, what's that big dude's name? Um, he fought in the absolute. Yeah, he fought in the absolute, and he had that match against. Oh, Victor Hugo. Victor Hugo. <laughs> oh my god! And he did real good, bro. He yeah. took him down. Yeah. Ridiculous! Like he's a he's a phenom. So to see him lose like that was like wow. And uh, I think you got to you got to give respect to Ethan Krellenstein. He's amazing, but also keep your eye on Fabricio, guys. There you got it. Trending episode three topics, three in a bit because we love y'all you've got something you want us to cover, throw it into the Instagram or the YouTube. We'll chuck it on the next one. Peace.